Welcome to How Leaders Lead. I'm Kula Callahan here to bring you another episode of Three More Questions with David Novak. David, it's great to be back on the show with you. How are you today? I'm doing great, Kula, and I'm looking forward to having this conversation that we're going to have about the conversation I had with David Solomon, the CEO of Goldman Sachs, a terrific guy. He's incredible. This interview is so fun. And one of the most fun parts of it is when you asked him about his side career as a DJ which came as a surprise to me, but he's played pretty big venues. I think last summer he played at Lollapalooza, which I feel like is every artist's dream. And he's already crossed it off of his venue list. Well, I think it's great. You know, some people love golf. Some people uh, love tennis and he happens to love music and that's his uh, passion. And I, I think it's terrific that he, he has that as a side hobby and uh, he's so good at it. And he obviously is. He really is. Well, this episode is fascinating, and you're right. David Solomon is a passionate guy, and I'm excited to dive a little bit deeper into some of the topics that he discussed with you on your episode last Thursday. So let's get right into today's questions. You know, before we do that, Cool, I want to make a point about David. You know, when you're a banker of a high-profile company like Goldman Sachs, you know, people think he should be 24-7 all business a lot of times. And, you know, I'm sure he probably gets a little bit of heat for being a disc jockey. But the fact of the matter is, is that he's following a passion that he has. And you know what? All of us cannot work 24-7. We've got to get away from our, our work every now and then and do something that lets us blow off some steam, you know, get reset so that we can come back to work on on Monday or or Sunday, if the case may be, you know, and, and get done what needs to get done. And I'll tell you one thing, if you're a banker and you're a CEO like David Solomon, you're working your tail off. So a little time at the at the as a disc jockey is no problem whatsoever. Absolutely. And, you know, he has produced music and I love that all of the proceeds he makes from any musical event that he does or song he produces goes to a charity um, that fights drug addiction in our country. So it's a really beautiful story. And I'm so inspired by the way that he's turned this passion into something really, really great for the music and the arts industry. With that, let's dive into question number one. Here we go. One thing David said in the interview that has really stuck with me is this. He says that leadership is about taking people where they don't want to go. He says if you're taking them to a place where they're going on their own, then they don't really need your leadership. What's your take on this, David? I mean, do you agree with that? Well, I understand the point that he's making. He's saying as a leader, you have to change strategies. You've got to shift gears, and, and then you need to take people with you, and your job is to get them to follow you. And that is absolutely true. But I also believe sometimes your, your people know exactly where they want to go, and your job is basically to, to give them the encouragement that they need, the recognition that they need, and cheer them on as they drive towards a goal that will be great for the company. You know, one of my favorite quotes in leadership is with, uh, came from Dwight D. Eisenhower, and it is, leadership is the art of getting someone else to do something you want done because they want to do it. And, and maybe that's another way and maybe an even better way of saying it, uh, saying what David Solomon was really trying to get at. I love that. And something that you've taught me so much about, David, is this idea of taking kind of a marketing approach to leadership. That is really understanding the perceptions, habits, and beliefs of the people that you're leading so that you can get them to buy into a big initiative that you're trying to push. And so 
I totally agree with what Eisenhower said, as well as David Solomon. I think if you understand the way that people tick and their motivation for doing things, then you can really understand how to cast a vision in a way that hooks them into it. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more, Kula. All right. Question number two. David takes a long-term view when it comes to building one's career. Contrary to what a lot of leaders might do, he says there's a ton of value in staying put in your career and resisting that urge to want to move from job to job. David, what do you think about this? Is there value in just staying put and resisting that need to make a quick career jump? I think you need to stay put as long as you're growing and you feel like you're part of a company that's moving in the right direction. You know, when when those two things come together, I see very little reason for you just to jump to the next job. As they say, the grass is not always greener on the other side of the fence. And I, I think the big barometer that should drive any career move that you make is, are you going to grow more? Are you going to provide more opportunities for yourself and your family? And if that's the case, I, I think it makes a lot of sense to, to, to move. But the thing that I would encourage people to do is to look within the company that they're at and figure out if how to grow within that company first. And then if you come to the conclusion that it's just not going to happen, then I think it's time to test the waters on the outside and see where you can go to, to get more joy in your career and in your life. Something that's so interesting that David Solomon said in the interview, he says, you know, if you're learning and growing, if you're working with people that you like, and if you're having fun, then it's worth your while to just stay put. And he says, by the way, those three things usually only happen about 60% of the time. So I think it's also worth noting that no job is going to be perfect all the time. You're not going to have fun all the time. Sometimes the people that even you love that you work with are going to get on your nerves. But if all of those things are happening most of the time, I think it's a great reason to stay where you are and to continue learning and growing, to continue building your professional network and continue having fun and building your joy. You know, Kula, I've had a lot of opportunities to coach people on career moves. And and I have to tell you, you have to start out with the particular situation and really go deep on it uh, to, to really get to the answer to that question. So many times, uh, well, always, I would say it depends. You know, it depends on what kind of situation you're in. Question number three. David explains one of the toughest challenges he's faced as CEO of Goldman Sachs being realigning the way the business is set up. When he combined the asset management business and their wealth business, it ended up being a huge win for the company, but it didn't come without really challenging obstacles and roadblocks. David, what would you say to other leaders who are going through a similar situation? I would say the biggest thing you have to have when you think about organizational change and, and structure is you've got to start out with your strategy. What strategy do you have? What do you really need to get done? Then ask yourself, do you have the right structure and the resources to enable that strategy? And if that takes you to combining two companies or putting three teams together that used to be one, then that's what you need to do. And anytime you have change, there are going to be people who question it. And I think as a leader, one of the things you have to do is be able to take questions, take those questions and have an answer and explain to people why you want to get done what you want to get done. And that's why I think having a great strategy is important. And I always try to follow the strategy, structure, culture model. You know, what do you want to get done? How do you need to get resourced? How do you need to be organized to make it happen? And then what behaviors do you have to put in place to make sure you get the results and the action that you want to have happen, happen? 
That's so true, David. You know, I read a Forbes article a couple of weeks ago, and it said that 70% of all change initiatives within organizations fail. That is a massive number. And I bet these companies are spending millions, if not billions of dollars, hiring consultants to bring them in and help them navigate organizational realignment. And I think, you know, what a lot of people might do is they lose sight of the basics. And I think what you just said, strategy, structure, and culture, those are three very basic components to business. And if you get those things right and communicate clearly and transparently throughout the entire change, I think you have a pretty good chance of succeeding. You're right. A lot of leaders do hire consultants to take a look at their organization so that the consultants can be the reason why they have to make the tough decision. I always hated that, to be honest with you. I always felt like I should be close enough to the strategy that we needed to have, what needed to be done, that I didn't need to have a consultant come in and tell us uh, what to do. Many leaders shy away from conflict. And and when you make organizational change, there's usually a lot of conflict associated with it. And you got to be tough-minded enough uh, to do what needs to be done. Well, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of How Leaders Lead. We're on a mission to make the world a better place by developing better leaders. And if you carve out a little time with us each and every week, we'll help you build the confidence you need to lead well. And tune in Thursday for my conversation with Oscar Munoz, former chairman and CEO of United Airlines. 